Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the European VC Podcast. I am Andreas, and I have with us a very special episode and a very special group of people. Because today we're diving into the founding partners behind the Fresh Off the Press European VC Awards. And I have with us today Chris Wade from Isomer Cable, Joe Short from Isomer Cable, and Stephen Lowry from HSBC Innovation. We should have had Superventures good and great Abby Cooper with us as well, but just as I feel sometimes 40% of Europe is down with coughing and stuff these days. We thought, or she thought, podcasting is maybe not what she's made for today. But let's dive into the vision and the inspiration of the awards before we uh, we stay too long at ourselves. Um, and in this part, we'll also talk about the process and the criteria behind them, of course, so you can all better understand exactly what's going to happen over the next the next months and of course the nomination and judging process as well as of course Chris Wade and Joe taking us through our thoughts and deliberations behind the judging panel that we've put together so now let me go into a special intro that you've never heard on the European VC before normally we cue our jingle but instead we will cue a celebratory nice song for the European VC Awards. Wild palms are sweaty, super ventures ready, ambitions heady, changes hooded for a suit, looking all flying steady. He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready for the European VC Awards. His resolve unshreddy for firm of the year, his crown, Hall of Fame, the dreams profound. Words come out on mics, it just flows. He's on a roll, no one's joking now. The clock runs out, time's up, over, blow. What do you say, gentlemen? Is it not amazing what you can create today with AI? I just assume you stayed up all night recording that, Andreas. Not true? No. Well, I um, I I tried just just for you here to do that, but unfortunately, it was not of a quality I could live with. So luckily, Suno.ai came in and helped us there. It took it took literally two minutes, and I think that in connection to this. We will be announcing uh, a, <laughs> a soundtrack competition soon uh, for, for the awards. If we manage to get something great, we will definitely make that the, uh, the soundtrack of the awards. And when we have the Hall of Fame winner coming up on stage, that person will be walking up there to the beats of uh, whoever wrote the best, the best uh, piece for it. So... Now, I know I speak on behalf, let's get on, on to the serious stuff. Uh, I know I speak on behalf of all of us in the founding partnership behind, behind the awards. When I say that the mission of our organizations has always been to support and strengthen and champion the European VC industry. So coming together to launch at the SuperVenture conference this year, the European VC Awards on the very first day in the heart of Berlin and inviting all of you to join us in nominating and celebrating our industry's great champions is a dream come true for us. But before we go further and before I rattle on too much, I want to just ask you all of all of you to come in and tell me what was the vision behind this? What made you so motivated to, to come together with us to build this? 
to me, it's a natural extension of what we do every year at SuperVenture. We get the ecosystem together and you end up talking with friends and colleagues and investment partners and, hey, did you see that deal? Did you see that new fund? Um, and making proper, you know, official awards is a way to really recognize greatness of the year. And, and we know uh, in venture capital, people work overly hard and, and more hours than most industries because they have a real passion. It's a passion to change the world, to make great investments, to bring new products to life, um, a passion for all kinds of things. So I think the award ceremony is just a, a nice evolution of SuperVenture, which is, you know, we get everyone together for lots of talks over several days, um, but, but taking an evening where we say, okay, there's a few people who've done something this year really stands out above the rest and, and we'd love to make a public recognition of that um, that for me just seemed like a no-brainer when i can't claim that it was my idea darn it um but, but as soon as i heard it i thought yeah exactly we should we should be doing that it makes so much sense joe i mean at, at hsbc innovation banking we've been privileged to work with a lot of those funds the emerging managers breakout managers and the established managers over over a long period of time and and as you say, incredibly talented individuals and, and committed to the space and the ecosystem. And, and they've really, really kicked it on over the last 20 years. And I know you, you both have you know, done a lot of work at ISMA to, to further the cause of that. Um, so it's great to see the impact that funds have been making. Uh, so it's just a great opportunity to, to recognize those individuals who've really pushed the boundaries forward. Well, the only thing I would add is that because everybody's heads down doing deals, building companies, working with founders, working with LPs, we don't have time to celebrate. We don't have time to step back and say, wow, this is one of the most exciting asset classes um, in venture in the world. And there is an enormous amount of value being created and there's no real way of understanding that. We hear the number of deals, we hear the number of investments, but we want to get to the people behind that. We want to celebrate the people and the firms that are really making those those things happening behind those numbers. Yeah, and of course, from, from our side at EUVC, we've always just said, we're all about connecting Europe and we're all about championing Europe. We, that's why we started the podcast. We thought that it was such a big issue in Europe that we would have so many great people in Denmark, not knowing about all the great people in the rest of Europe, not knowing who are the right people in, 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 in Paris and London and Berlin, and even more so who are the right people in, in Bucharest. Um, so, so for that reason, you know, we started the podcast and, and this seems like the perfect, perfect opportunity to then, to then really make it very, very abundantly clear who, who really made a dent this year. Maybe I just would say that there was, there was good logic in involving SuperVenture in this because we're all busy. The last thing we want to go to is another conference specifically on this subject and to do it at what we think is one of the most important venture capital events of the year just made perfect sense so we're very grateful to SuperVenture for being a founding partner absolutely chris you're completely right about that now chris and joe i'd love to ask you to just introduce the five categories to the audience tell them a bit about what what are they or why did we 
pick those and what are the criteria for each of them? If we maybe start with Hall of Fame. You know, um, venture capital has come alive in the last sort of 20, 25 years. And there have been people that have been instrumental in that. And at some point, they move on to a more plural world or they retire. And we want to celebrate their very significant achievements. So this is someone who has been involved in venture, has done some amazing deals, exits, created funds, all of the above, and that they have been useful in building the ecosystem. And that's really important because venture is a collective business. It's a humble business and someone that has really contributed to that. Yeah, there's that, that great old quote, if I've seen further than others, it's because I stood on the shoulders of giants. And the idea of the Hall of Fame Award is to recognize those giants because there's a temptation to think that all of this great European tech happened in the last three, five years. Well, it didn't. It, it, it grew over decades. And the Hall of Fame Award is, is to recognize those people that were there in the early days and, and who we really uh, owe a debt to in a way of, of uh, how the ecosystem has grown exponentially over the last few years. If you look back over you know, 20 years ago, the, the industry has changed remarkably. And there's, and there's a number of people who have been right at the forefront of that. So I think to be judged by some of the best LPs around that have, that have been partnering with them and been aware of their progress, I think is, is um, fantastic to have this opportunity. Yeah. So Hall of Fame to recap, we're celebrating a lifetime of achievement in European venture. It's the award for those who really shaped the industry through their investments, contributions, and thought leadership. They've been around for 20 plus years, and they're now stepping back from an active investing role and or entering into a portfolio career of multiple firms. All of this is, of course, accessible on uh, both the UVC, of course, in connection to this pod. We'll create a special page for it as well, but also on icemercapital.com slash awards. So well, everything you hear here, that's where you can go to, to nominate and also to read a bit more about the individual awards. Now let's go on to firm of the year. So this is the second of the five awards. Well, I could talk about firm of the year and, and, and it's almost the opposite. So Hall of Fame is the lifetime achievement. Firm of the year is a, an award for something really great that happened over the past year. And we all, you know, as I said, the, the kind of water cooler talk uh, when you're at the conference, wow, did you see that new fund debut? Or did you see that, that great exit or that great deal? Or people teamed up and started something new. So it's sort of a flexible category where and it's open for nominations, but it's to recognize something really terrific, uh, some great achievement, which happened last year. Um, think about Think about the Oscars, you know, film of the year. And there's a moment where it happened and we're going to celebrate that and, and highlight that. And I, I think a lot about what you said, Andreas, which is Europe is a big place with lots of different jurisdictions. And you may not be aware from your part of the ecosystem of some really great achievement that happened. And, and so this is a chance to highlight uh, and people can nominate and the judges will select one great achievement from the year, but flexible, um, but focused on a firm. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, let me just restate this 
accolade recognizes a firm from a fully holistic view. So that means we're not just looking at the pure financials and the performance and the portfolio, but we're also looking at things such as innovation, impact of the ecosystem, diversity, transparency, and fairness, as well as team and culture. So we're truly trying here not to just uh, say who who had one big thing happen that year, who who, who has stellar uh, uh, track record and, and stuff, and then, you know, go through that list, but rather really look into the individual firm. And for that reason, it is all the more important that we we get all of you involved in, in nominating because, of course, you can, you can, in that nomination process, add some meat to the bone and, and add some of the stories that we may not know in the judging team. Now, let's go to Newcomer of the Year Award. One that I'm sure that you you all three love just as much as me. Uh, so tell us about the Newcomer of the Year Award. So our business is a lot about emerging managers. And here we want to, to celebrate somebody that's built a fund and has had a first close and is bringing something new to European venture. And that might be a geography. It might be a sectorial sort of focus. But they're bringing something new and exciting, and that is another sort of brick in the the wall of venture capital in 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 Europe. And we'd love to have your nominations for that. Um, I think it's important to emphasize that uh, it is you, the venture community founders, uh, that can nominate people, uh, and then we will run a process with our with our judges. So this is someone who has really built something rather special in the funds business in Europe. When I think about Newcomer of the Year, I, I often think about bringing something new to the ecosystem, and a new investment thesis, a new method of investing, could be even a new structure or format, um, which we see from time to time with funds. So something which we which is new, but also which is you know high potential and makes us all think, uh, for me, would be a, a great thing to recognize. I think it's also important to say that we're looking at the innovation, we're looking at the focus and not the amount of capital raised. It's a really important point. This is not about the biggest and greatest. This is about genuinely uh, a new fund that is bringing something new to European venture. And I think it's something that the, the founders are going to have a real perspective on because they're out there talking to a lot of the funds, maybe it's the names or the approaches might be a little newer to some of the other people in the ecosystem. So those those founders who've engaged with those people, those funds where they've seen something different, something unique, an angle that they perhaps haven't seen from any, anyone else, I think put those names forward because we'd love to hear from them. Exactly. Just to wrap it up, and, and just as with the firm of the year, we try and have a holistic view here. So we're honoring emerging managers that have had a first close in the past year. So in this case, 2023, and we're recognizing them for having remarkable success in bringing, as, as we've just heard, something new and innovative to the European venture market while also building traction around their fund ambition. And we deliberately say that part as a secondary thing, but also as, of course, a meaningful thing. It's good and great if you bring something new, but but if you haven't been able to, to, to rally people around your vision, maybe that's not enough. So while we're not looking at, is it 150 or 200 or, or, or a 50 million euro fund, what we what we do care a lot about is, of course, that we're seeing seeing 
and a, a big following or a growing following, growing momentum around around this this new firm. Could I just underscore one point you made, which is we we do want nominations for funds that had a, an official first close, so they got launched. We do not want nominations for big ideas that are yet to happen. So that's kind of the important distinction. And when we were devising the criteria, you need to pick a metric that you can measure and it's real. And so we all have, you know, know lots of funds trying to put something together and have lots of friends in the industry. There'll be a candidate next year uh, for this award, but that, that first close is the trigger. So please keep that in mind when you uh, nominate people. Yes, exactly. Now I want to go to exit of the year. And maybe, Stephen, do you want to go first here? Yeah, this industry is about investing, but it's also about driving exits and driving returns. And this has been um, you know, something that's incredibly important to LPs, particularly in this time as, as people are thinking about raising the next fund. So identifying some of those funds who've really driven returns for their investors and put together something with, with the founders that is a landmark exit, I think, is is really what we're looking for this year. Yeah, and this one, as you hear, we don't have too many pitching <laughs> in on it. That's because it's it's, it's, it's maybe the, the less soft of the categories. Uh, but let me just restate so it's abundantly clear. We are, in with this award, we're honoring the firm that has had a company that has exited and created the most value back to the VC and therefore back to the European monetary ecosystem in the year of 2023. And this is about venture capital returns as opposed to the biggest exit. So that we're not talking about someone having had a super minor stake in a super big company and didn't really see much of that come out. It's really about having rent, venture returns for your LPs. It will also encumber strategic aspects of the exit, such as timing and in relation to the market conditions and the exit strategy employed. This is, of course, stuff that the... Uh, the, the judging panel will dive deep into to really pick the one that 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 excelled on 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 all the different uh, um, angles. Now let's go to achievement of the year. This is the dark horse. <laughs> Chris, will you start us on this? Well, we wanted to have a category where we would be able to look at a lot of the nominations that might not fit fit into any one of the particular categories but there's something remarkable about what has happened what this person or this fund has done and we wanted to have the opportunity to have this award as achievement of the of, of the year and now we're talking about 2023 and this could be many different things i won't enunciate all the possibilities but send your nominations in for the categories, send your nominations. If you think there's somebody that's just done something really, really special and really important for European venture. Yeah, and what we really like about this one is also that it does not necessarily have to be a VC. So it does not have to be a firm. It does not have to be a company. It can just be an individual. It can be a consortium uh, that went together to do something astounding like the European VC Awards uh, or something else. <laughs> uh, so, so the whole point there, the whole point is that we want to be 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 able to to really celebrate someone who makes it different, um, and and is not necessarily VC, of course. So, 
with all of this said now let's just look at the process and what you all have in store for you or for you from us if we start with the nominations first of all we are open for nominations now so that means today is the launch of the awards everyone across the ecosystem can go in on isomercapital.com awards and nominate to the five categories the uh, nomination period is open until March 31st and evaluation and deliberation will happen from then and the finalists will be announced as soon as we have them identified. So that means we might announce the Hall of Fame finalists after just five days or it might be after 20 days. That's a bit the exciting part here. We will be covering them heavily on the EUVC podcast so that you can all get to know the winners or the finalists across these categories. We'll also be doing live uh, fireside chats with the um, winners following the, the the final awards. So 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 definitely, hopefully this will allow everyone to, to get a really really good feel for who 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 won who were nominated who got to be finalists in in these awards we want to make this as accessible as we can be for everyone we also very much promise to be transparent about the selection criteria and they're described on the nomination page for each of the categories and those who are nominated will also all be notified so if you go in and nominate the individual or firm that's nominated will be told that they were were nominated. They will not be told that it was you who nominated them. So that is something that you would have to tell them yourself. This whole nomination and evaluation process is run and chaired by Isomer Capital. We, of course, put that with Isomer Capital because Isomer are used to running this type of process with their own ICEs and, and their own investment. So for that reason, we thought it sit perfectly with, with that team. And finally, as we have alluded to throughout, the winners will be announced on day one of SuperVenture. So on June 4th, if you haven't secured a ticket yet, you should definitely go and do that. <laughs> you can also, if you if you have not secured a ticket yet, you can also just go in and nominate super heavily because we will be having a raffle throughout the first month of the uh, nomination period, meaning February, for all who nominate to get a ticket to SuperVenture. Uh, so SuperVenture, thanks a million for sponsoring that. Everyone who nominates, thank you so much for partaking. Now, Let's get into the judging panel. Could I just 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 sort of say one important thing in the design of this process? And that is we respect and have thought a lot about the confidential information that will need to be shared with Isomer in this process. We will not be retransmitting any of that information. It will remain in Isomer. And when we come to do the judging panel, we will be meeting together physically to review the, the short lists. And so therefore, there will be no email chains of your confidential information. They will remain in Isomer. And I think that's an important design consideration because clearly some of this stuff is quite confidential. Yes, incredibly important to emphasize. Thank you, Chris. Now... I'd love to go to the judging panel and ask you 
Joe and Chris, because you were very much the designers behind this, to introduce us to the judges and tell us a bit about your your, your deliberations behind that. As Chris was saying, you know, our, our role in this is to run a, a, a process with clear criteria and clear goals in what we're trying to recognize and how we will, uh, what metrics we can use to decide that. But of course, super important, there is a lot of judgment around this. And so we thought, wouldn't it be great to assemble a panel of, of really experienced investment professionals who have been active in the ecosystem for a long time? They've seen a lot. They've seen good. They've seen bad. Um, they they will be looked up to by the industry. I think that that's quite important that when you think about these judges, you think, oh, yeah, yeah, I, you know, I've seen them active over many years. I know they've done uh, certain great deals and so on. And, and so to have um, a panel of people who bring their, their own knowledge to it is for us was, was quite important. And our role is to kind of ringlead that, if you will. There are a lot of great people in European venture. So this was not easy to assemble uh, such a team, but I'm really excited about the group. And it's always a challenge. If you assemble too big of a group, then it's an unwieldy process. If it's too small of a group, then you don't have a diversity of opinions. So we've tried to strike that balance in the middle, almost uh, like an investment committee, if you will, where we'll get all the nominations in review, get to shortlist, and then sit down together, as, as Chris mentioned, and try to take a holistic view, bringing the judgment, but also bringing lots of information and pattern recognition from, from the market. First of all, Stephen, We've asked you to be a judge. Uh, we've known you a long time. You were a VC in ages past. You've been supporting venture capital. You meet as almost as many managers as we do. So we're very grateful for you. We have Thomas Christensen from a partner at uh, LG, LGT Capital Partners. I looked on LinkedIn this morning. He's been at LGT for 21 years. So uh, he knows a thing or two about venture and What's exciting about Thomas is he also invests around the world. So there's kind of a benchmarking going on as well, which I think is a useful component as we find the best of the best of Europe. We then have Jonathan Sibylla, who many of you know, who's partner and head of fund of funds at Moulton. He's invested in many funds in the last five or six years. Um, Whenever Joe and I talk to him about who he's seeing and what he likes, is it's always a very informed um, process. Joe, would you like to introduce the final member? As you say, Chris, those are those are terrific judges and people we enjoy sharing ideas with. But you also notice that it's quite a lot of commercial investors, so fund to fund investors who do this as a business. We and it's a lot of men. Uh, so we thought it was also very important to bring in the family office point of view. Family offices are responsible for a large component of the capital base of European venture. And so we're we're really lucky to have Julia von Weyenberg from Sofina, regular listeners to EUVC and people who've invested around the system will know Sofina. It's not a highly public or visible group, but it's a it's a great group that's been investing in European venture for many, many years. 
uh, on the fund side, on the company side. Julia herself uh, did a great panel last year, if I can say so myself, with me and a few others at Supervision. Because you were on it? <laughs> <laughs> it was great because Julia was on it. Let's, let's, be, okay. clear. let's be very clear about that. Um, but I think that the uh, the family office point of view, it's a, it's a different type of investing, a different motivation. And we wanted to have that on the on the team as well, having people who are very experienced. And as you, you said, referring to Stephen, you know, with different points of view, having been a company investor, having been a fund investor, having helped different parts of the ecosystem. So I won't unpack Julia's varied background, but, um, but she's a terrific uh, member of the team as well. And again, with Julia, it, it's, um, you know, inv invested in storied firms in the US as well as Europe. So that ability to benchmark and you know, some of the most experienced names in the US as we look at the things that have been created over here in Europe, they've got a real depth of, of track record to be able to call on. So we're excited to have Julia along. And then, uh, Andreas, do you want to sort of say what ISOM is going to be doing in this, in this judge? It seems a bit churlish for Joe and I to do so. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, well, we uh, decided to go with uh, Joe and Chris because uh, they are, <laughs> no, I think it's clear to everyone why, of course, Joe and Chris are part of, part of this judging panel. Joe and Chris and the whole Isomer team cheers this, this process. Uh, so as, as Chris said before, um, Joe and Chris are, how should I put it, the, the, the chairs of the panel, but they're also the ones taking taking us from a, from a long list down to a short list of firms, because obviously we'll have hundreds and hundreds of nominations. Um, and, and, and the process of going from, from, from that long list down to, to, to a short list that's bearable <laughs> for the judging panel to work with is one we've placed with, with Team Isomer. Joe and Chris, I don't think I want to. Uh, to I think ever everyone who's a regular, or even maybe even just the drop drop-ins on the UVC podcast, <laughs> will have will have heard us tout your credentials on the podcast many times. Uh, yeah, and, I, I think what, I think what I would say is is maybe is, Stephen. Yeah, why don't, why don't I say a couple of things? Because I, I think everyone, yeah, everyone knows knows the name Isomer, such an important part of the ecosystem now. But I think when we're looking at funds and fund managers that are being created over the last 20 years you know one of the things that everyone focuses on the entrepreneurs and, and the founders i think it's really important to recognize that that the funds themselves and the funder funds they're created by founders and i think that joe and chris created the firm that they're part of i think gives a unique perspective to some of those managers who are who are coming through so um, i think you know fantastic contribution day to day but also in in starting their firm and I'm sure that will resonate with a, with a lot of those um, nominations out there. Yeah, and just go, to go back to something Joe said earlier, he said, I didn't come up with the idea, but I wish I did. Uh, that is not true. That is not true. Because I think, no, I think it isn't everyone, true. You're right. everyone in this founding partnership have all had the idea throughout time. This time around, it was... Uh, a young bald guy coming and saying, "Why shouldn't why shouldn't we do the awards for European venture?" Uh, so, so maybe I did come and say, "Let's let's let's do this," and and we actually have the capacity and, and the positioning, and it made good sense for UVC to be to be making sure that this would be done now. But the idea has been within 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 Isomer 
uh, I guess you guys have, I think you said that well, we, we've kicked this around for five, seven years or so, but we just haven't gotten around to it. We, did, we didn't have smart people to do it. So thank you for coming to do it, Andreas. Yeah, they didn't have a hamster to run the wheel. That's what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. Well, you know, we have a lot of big ideas, but uh, you can't execute everything. So I feel like we have to give a shout out to our absent partner, SuperVenture, as well, because whilst whilst we may have thought about doing such a great thing, um, SuperVenture has become a really important annual moment where a big part of the ecosystem gets together. And, and they were uh, immediately on board when we brought them this idea, hey, let's let's uh, recognize greatness and do that in a structured format. And uh, so we have to, I wish Abby were on the line because she's in her own way has been a fantastic supporter. Those who are at the first SuperVenture uh, might remember that we all fit in a conference room, you know, <laughs> not that big, right? And now SuperVenture has become so big that it's, it's this year it has some move to a new venue. It's outgrown the the conference hotel it's been at um, and that's you know a mark of the amazing success and value people find in in getting together lps and gps and, and founders as well so anyway abby hope you get well soon but uh we're we're sending you the love over the wire for for sponsoring this just another announcement of course everyone go in partake in this process go in and nominate Go in and share with everyone that you can now nominate. Uh, share on LinkedIn, Twitter, X, wherever you 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 share your your personal news uh, that you have nominated. Because we really want this to be the ecosystem's awards. Um, we don't we don't want to make this an elitist uh, process or anything like that. We want to to have everyone come together. If for no other reason, do it so that you can win the Super Venture Raffle. <laughs> now. I would love to ask you all here in the panel before we close about the anticipated influence of this award. I'd love to start with you, Chris. Tell us a bit about what do you what do you see as 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 the vision slash influence that that might come from this? Well, first of all, we've all just spoken about how we've had these ideas in the past, and we haven't had wonderful partners to help us do that. But it does occur to me that we had to wait until European venture had matured significantly, perhaps, that you had a conference that there was a waiting list for last year. Um, and that's, that's really the impact of people being interested in European venture. So what is the real value of this. It's the real value that there are many people coming from all around the world to this event and will get to know of your company, of your fund, of your project. And that's really important. This is some of the best marketing that you could possibly have in a very targeted way for the audience who are going to be LPs and fellow GPs and I think that is really important because we do, as I said earlier, really need to celebrate actually greatness. And there's so much greatness and it's really about the people behind the numbers. If I should add my angle there, and this is also why I keep saying to everyone, do partake in this because we know that 
if we make these awards something big and great, we will have the big media publishers also pick it up and, and, and share the news, which then helps European venture get 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 into mainstream, uh, which is which is what what's of course so incredibly important when it comes to attracting new people to the asset class. Stephen, uh, let me hear a bit about why, what, what, what you're hoping that this will do for the ecosystem. Yeah, I, I think it's that profile with the people who are looking to invest in the ecosystem as well, and just you know reflecting on. I talked before about the progress that's been made. You know, it, it's it's really the opportunity for people to to see what is going on, see the have groups of people that are judged by people who've been around in the ecosystem for 20 years, because if we're going to increase the flow of capital to back some of Europeans leading businesses and champions, the funds have an absolutely critical role in being the conduit of that capital to the wealth creators. So to be able to show that there is a robust ecosystem, uh, that there's duration to it and there's real depth of quality that is well-beating, then I think that's a really, really important message to get out there to to capital that really wants to find its way into Europe to build some of these iconic businesses. I would add a little, you know, in addition to the profile, which I think is super important, uh, we we must never forget within venture we we live in our own little bubble. So one of my hopes is that the bigger picture will be that the just just at the time you're tired of delivering a message. The other part of capital markets are just hearing it in the distance, so that's a that's a great feature. But also, uh, part of our work at Isomer and and certainly yours, Stephen, in in multiple roles over the years, has been to cross pollinate the industry, Be- because Europe is such a big place. When you see something uh, being done really well in one country, if you can simply inform the smart people in another country, you you already create value. And it's, it's a funny thing to say, but this is a, still a, a cottage industry. And so sharing that best practice and highlighting it uh, really is a, a way of building the ecosystem in addition to spotting emerging talent. So that's the other thing. I think there's always uh, a new idea, a new a new team coming along. And, and so if we can help to uncover those and shed a little light, that also it all contributes to building a more robust ecosystem. We're all being a bit entrepreneurial here. We're trying something which has not been done before. And like all entrepreneurs, we'll give it our best shot. We will have great fun with it. We'll have an amazing awards evening. But more importantly, we will be listening to you and learning and refining for when we do it in 2025. It'll be just 5% better. That was what we had for you today. Final call from me. Go in and nominate. We will announce throughout the process, select nominees on EUVC. We will announce the finalists during April and May. And of course, we will announce the winner at day one of SuperVenture. So join us, partake in this process, and we'll see you at SuperVenture. Thank you so much. Thanks, all. Thanks, Andres. Miles palms are sweaty, super ventures ready, ambitions heady, changes hooded for a suit, looking all flying steady. He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready. For the European DC awards, his resolve I'm shreddy. For firm of the year, his crown, Hall of Fame, the dreams profound. Words come out on mics, it just flows, he's on a roll, no one's joking now. The clock runs out, time's up, over, blow.